Hello and welcome to Show Love. I'm Bronwyn Murphy. Thank you for all your lovely messages and compliments regarding the last few podcast episodes. It means a lot. Today we're talking about finding your happy space with NADA, one of the founders of Happy Space, a non-profit organisation committed to empowering people to utilise simple coping mechanisms to help prevent mental health issues from arising. Happy Space are striving to educate students and provide particular support to learn about welfare, consideration of well-being and promote their mission to start an epidemic of happiness. So I'm joined by Nada Didashti now. Hi Nada. Um, right, we are here to talk about Happy Space. Happy Space UK or just Happy Space? Just Happy Space. Okay. Um, you have started in the UK. I'm yes. World domination, I hope well, that's, for you. That's the plan, yeah. hopefully. Good. Long term. Um, so please, will you just tell us a little bit about uh, Happy Space in your, in your own words? Okay, so Happy Space is a non-profit organisation and our aims are basically to teach students at university and just young adults about how to look after their mental well-being and help them in the transitional stage from kid to adult. It's a brilliant idea. Tell me, how did you come up with that? I was 20 when the idea started blossoming and I kind of was just thinking, I want to do something to give back. And I was like, what am I passionate about? And I thought, well, I'm really passionate about mental health. And we were talking about this earlier, was for me when I was at school, you know, I had family and friends who had suffered mental health and when you're young, you really don't understand what it is because yeah. it's like, I guess everyone calls it the invisible illness. And I kind of was like, well, why are we learn about safe sex and why are we learn about drink driving and no one's talking about this so-called mental health? And so that's when I decided that I was going to start talking about it. Exactly, which is good because people have started now. It's becoming a thing now where people feel like they're more comfortable to well, talk about like, it. Without sounding silly, it's like mental health has all of a sudden become trendy. Yes. Which for us is great because, you know, celebrities are talking about it and uh, politicians are now making it a big thing. So people are taking mental health really seriously. Yeah. And, you know, back even 10 years ago, people were so embarrassed to talk about mental health, especially men, because, you know, they thought it made them look weak or whatever. But actually, now you can talk about mental health and people think, give you think you're strong for talking about it yeah exactly so you're sort of aiming at schools and universities for students yeah so we originally started just for university but I didn't go to uni myself so I wanted to be for young adults university students and now children because it's just those formative years that we need to be looking after how the brain works and how we look after our mental well-being. And we, we were saying earlier that you are 25? Yeah. So you were born in 92. Yeah. I mean, this is brilliant at 25 <laughs> to be doing this. I, I really admire you. I, I'm a little bit older, uh, having gone to university from 93 to 96, which was just around the time you were born. Yeah, December 92, I was born. <laughs> God, I'm so old. And um, there was nothing, we just didn't talk about it. If you, if you, you know, were suffering with um, depression or, or you know, uh, eating disorder or any, any mental health problem. You just had to buckle problem, up and deal with buckle it. Buckle up, sort it out. You've got to, either you sorted it out or you went home and sort of lived with your parents. So no, nobody talked about things then. But, and that's why suicide rates and mental health rates were so much more back then. Because yeah. Everyone was just compressing it and then exploding. Yeah. And that's why nowadays it's so much better to talk about it 
but we still haven't figured out the way of how to find no, the balance. No, so it's like in the start. It's getting there. Yeah, we but, are getting yeah. there, definitely. I was just going to say some, um, uh, we've got, I've gone on yougov.co.uk <laughs> to get some stats Amazing. just to, cool. to show you what it says. So one in four British students suffer from a mental health problem, which is about a quarter of British students, which is, you know, that's ranging from school to university. But it's not actually, the, the real stat is that one in four people in general. Yeah. Do you know even well, adults as even, well? Yeah. So, so you know, it's it's said that one in four of the people you know will be suffering from a mental. So that's a quarter of the population, which you know, it's a, a, lot. A, <laughs> a lot of people to not be talking about something. So this is good. You're you're going to save the world. Yeah. Uh, you and your founders that we we were going to mention. You've mm. got Tegan yeah. and um, Hugo. Yeah. Very good friends of yours. Best friends for twelve years now. Amazing. Tell, tell us about them. Oh, I met them when I joined my school. We were eleven, and we were instant best friends. And then. When I originally came up with the idea, I needed help. And so I was like, these guys, I'm going to bring them on. And they've been amazing. Hugo is a junior doctor. And he's like done talks for the healthcare leadership program at the House of Lords. And Tegan's like a solicitor at the best law firm in London. So they're both the intellects in the group, and, and I'm the creative one, as I like yeah, to say. Yeah, the TV boss. Yeah, exactly. you, you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just saying to you that, like, Every time we do talks or anything, I say, I'm not doing it. Right. I'm so but bad you're the creative one. Yeah, exactly. No, because I just, I'm all for public speaking. But you're not, you're doing a bloody good job. It's because it's, it's on a laptop. <laughs> it's because yeah. they can't see my face. Because you're with me. <laughs> yeah. But Hugo and Tegan do such a good job of talking that I would say, you guys do that. Yeah. And then when it comes to design and stuff and the yeah. creative ideas, I'll take that. So being a lawyer, I bet that... that oh, she's amazing. Yeah, right. Like, both of them, because uh, he's talked in the House of Lords, you know, wow. they're both amazing speakers. Yeah. So so having them behind you and, and being a beautiful face and very creative <laughs> yourself, um, you are doing really well. You, I mean, you, you were showing me some books just now. So yeah. you've got books that uh, go to universities and books that go to schools. Yeah, so for a long time, we tried to figure out, like, we knew what we wanted to do, but we were like, how are we going to do it? And so the idea, we kind of did a lot of research, spoke to a lot of experts, and we kind of figured out the five main topics of what needed to be looked after to look after your mental well-being. And, um, and it's all about trying to be in a happy space, right? Yeah, Hence the name. Exactly. Right, okay. So what do we need to be in that happy space? Well, there's five topics that you really need to look after is your mind, obviously, your body, the food you're eating, your finances, because that can put a lot of stress on you, and being creative, because yeah. creative... Being creative is a great outlet for relaxation and letting your mind go. And it's amazing. It, it sounds simple, but, you know, when you're stressed or, you know, bothered about things, you just forget to look after those things about you, don't you? I mean, it's... you're no wrong, but, like, being in TV, yeah. you know, you don't get that time, that privilege to focus on those things. Yeah, you and work a lot of hours. You work a lot of hours. And, and, and then... as a lawyer and a doctor, I exactly, imagine, as well. Exactly the yeah. same. And it's just, like, that's what we try and encourage, that you have to make the time for those because if you don't, it will just keep building up and then your mental well-being will just get worse and worse until your point where it's really hard yeah. to get out of it. No, um, okay. And that's what the whole book is about, is providing tools and techniques that can be ushered around your busy lifestyle to make sure you look after your well-being. So looking at the university book first, it's yeah. very plush. Thanks. A lot of uh, beautiful pictures. There's a, well, I call a lot it, of work going into this. I, the creative mind. Yeah. Yeah, I call it Instagram friendly. And that yeah. was the whole kind of brief. I wanted it to be engaging, fun and vibrant so that students, it didn't seem like, you know, the pamphlet that you get from the NHS. Yeah. I wanted it to be fun so that they can carry it around and when they're feeling low, have a look and see, 
oh, maybe this is what I'll have for dinner tonight, or maybe this is why my sleep's not good. And while we're talking about Instagram, what is your Instagram if anyone wants to look? Uh, Happy Space UK. Right, amazing, very easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, as, as your website is, uh, Happy Space. Yeah, www.happyspace.org.uk. Right, great, for any students that want to have a look. Yeah. Um, I'm, I might take some photos of this and put it online oh, to, sh- to share if that's okay. Because this is actually like, uh, we're very proud of the product we made, and this is our fir- this was our first one, and we've got a second one coming out, which is going to be even better. I was just saying to you, Brom, that we've got like interviews with Stephen Fry and Kelly Holmes and Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post is doing sleep tips for us. So it's just so that's all all in these books in, in the, the second in one. the second book. Yeah. And and in this one, I mean, like you've got you know keep healthy, um, you know happy space for beginners. There's yoga. You've got um, so many pages. It's brilliant. And creative ways to de stress. Uh, no, it's how to deal with your money, and you've got experts in this one, and like- are the ones you've got in the second mm-hmm. as well. And then the other book that you've got here, the one that's already come out, not the second one that's yeah. about to come out, this is for schools. A similar way. So we've got commission from a school called French and Heights uh, to basically create a book for seven to eleven year olds, which was really difficult because. A seven-year-old is very different from an eleven-year-old. Yes, um, as you must know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and now I've got horrible teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and so we created this first book, which is a kid-friendly way of kind of talking about well-being and how kids can look after their own well-being. Because I think it's important, like I said, to get there right from the beginning and create discussion. And you know, when I first kind of came up with the idea, it was for kids, and that's will explain our logo. Yeah, it's an elephant. Yeah, so what, his name is that? Bobo. Brilliant. Um, he's got his name, and basically it came about because we wanted to talk about the elephant in the room. And we wanted... I love that. Um, oh my god, my friends will always say I'm the first one to talk about the elephant <laughs> in the room. I just say it as it is. So this is brilliant. I love so that's it. What, and it's also like, so we wanted to make him a character, and so he becomes part of the Happy Space family. Yeah. So that elephant in the room is not scary, yeah. and he's actually a really cool elephant. It's so good. <laughs> and you called him Bobo. Bobo. And he's actually got a family that we'll soon introduce, and yeah. That's so good. This could be like, you know, you won't remember, like I was just about to say something you don't even know, but uh, Nat West, I think it was, brought out these... Um, these little pigs that you could collect ceramic ones and they had a family. No, you're just shaking no, your head at me. All your old listeners out there yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. And that's why it's really good that you're doing this because obviously we, we cross different generations, mm. which is like, I'm almost like your mum. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so in the children's book, I mean, this is, it's so colourful. Uh, it's going to make well, I children like, want I to just want to say, because you know, this wouldn't be possible. I come up with the briefs and the designs, but our graphic designers are incredible. And they do everything, you know, we're all volunteer-based, so they do everything for free. Um, And I just think they do an amazing job. How many people have you got on the team that you think of, like... Obviously, you've got you you and the two founders. Yes, and then we have a girl called Sarah who does our social media. She's our social media manager. She's incredible. And Jolly, who does our finance. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then you've got other people graphic that designers, do graphics. And... Who, so our, we just got a commission from a school, which I think is our best design book. I don't have it yet. Um, and, and is that a second one to follow on from this one? Well, got? it's because this was, you know, as you can see, you guys won't be able to see, but this is designed as the school. So it's all personalized for the school. Oh. So what we do now is we say we can do a personalized version. We use some content from other books, Brilliant. but make it personalized. So when it comes to like who can I talk to, it's got the school numbers and it's like school photographs and school mantra. 
and we do a new cover for every book. So we've just got one from another school, the Thomas School in Clapham, and then we just create books like that. So that's kind of the plan, is to do personalised books, so it feels more like it's theirs. Yeah. And are you allowed to mention about um, Prince George that you told me? Well, yeah, yeah. So uh, the Thomas schools are five different schools, and one of the schools Prince George goes to, and obviously Kate Middleton is such an advocate for mental health, and she's done so, so much for mental health. I'm hoping maybe she'll like... The Happy Space book, yeah. we can do something together. Oh, that would be amazing. I mean, that's so, a dream. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, to have somebody behind you. I'm uh, waiting for my she, OB. <laughs> yeah. Let's just hope she's listening to this yeah. now. Um, so uh, any school could contact you and say, we we want to do one for our personal school and, and you would just go with that. Is that right? Yeah, well, um, so only this month, you know, we've been three years now really grafting at Happy Space and a non-profit, for anyone who wants to start a non-profit, don't. No, I'm joking, but it's just... <laughs> hard work. It's hard work. Yeah. And, you know, we are so busy with our real jobs that we have to do this in our spare time. And it is really tough. But finally, schools are suddenly just coming to us. And, you know, we just have three schools come to us and we're just creating books for them. So. Well, it just shows how dedicated you are, though, that you're doing all this in your spare time I mean again going back to the stats because yeah. I just want I want to sort of put it, put it home to everybody um, it says 27% of students report having a mental health problem and they're the ones that are reporting it yeah I mean there must be so many people that suffer I bet there's an extra 20% that oh, don't oh absolutely mm-hmm. and and it's better if you come out and talk because if you know your peers are talking you will talk and they, and they suffer with all sorts of stuff depression anxiety being the most commonly reported uh, eating disor- disorders um, and then you've got behavioural development issues, learning disabilities. I mean, it, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. And and you were saying that you had a bit of experience of uh, some of this in the past. Well, yeah, I just, um, I've seen so many, you know, some, one of my best friend's sisters went through it really badly. Uh, some of my closest friends have been through it badly a lot. You know, some of our team members have gone through it. And it's just, it is really difficult because there's not an understanding yet. Mm. And, you know, which can make it really hard because then it becomes kind of embarrassing to some people. And it just needs to be something that everyone's talking about. And people need to understand it's okay not to be okay. And have you seen Inside Out? It's a Pixar movie. Yeah. about the emotions yes I have with the happy and, and the, the sad the joy and the, and the joy yeah, yeah 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 and that's like my favourite movie that's because I, I just you know my nieces are 11 and 9 years old and they love that movie and I just think it's such a good message to say that you know sadness is so important because without sadness you wouldn't ever be able to feel joy yeah and it all goes hand in hand and that you, we have a range in us and you can be happy and then sad and, and I don't believe anyone who tells me they haven't gone through some mental health issue because, you know, I've had a tough couple of years and I've felt real lows and then I've also felt real highs. And, you know, it's all about learning how to manage those lows and manage those highs so you don't have any false expectations and feel like when you're sad, something's wrong with you because everyone's going through it. Yeah, you really have had a tough couple of years. <laughs> yeah. So, and you're always you have the most infectious smile, <laughs> and and you are always smiling despite what you've been through. So, you know, it's so good. You you need to be the poster boy of this happy face. You really do. I'm going to take a picture of this smile in a minute and share it. Um, so uh, to carry on go, going back to this, yep. you also have get-togethers, is that right, where people can come along, and I've seen that on your Instagram. Everything we do is around our five subjects, so we, you know, we're about to host a dinner party, which will be, we're taking the piss out of McDonald's, and we're going to do the real happy meal, <laughs> and what food's going to be in 
creating happiness. So are old people allowed to come? Around? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we do rounders events, you know, to bring different students because you know it's all about meeting new people yeah. and creating community. And ideally, the long, long term goal is we want to create our own real happy space yes. where students come meet each other, talk about their issues, uh, eat good food, discuss, you know, their their courses and stuff. So. That's the goal. Well, on a train a little while ago, we had a big uh, chat, didn't yeah. we, about the fact that um, how community is so important. Mm-hmm. And, and nowadays, a lot of people, especially, you know, students that have got their um, laptop or their phone, they spend a lot of time on their own mm-hmm. and they're, they're not communicating. And back in the day, like even before I was born, uh, people used to go around in tribes and there's like 150 people in a tribe and the, uh, you know, young people would look after the old people, the older people would look after the young people and, and and that's the way it used to be. Nowadays, everyone's isolated. You, you you know, there are people that don't see, especially old people or very lonely people. They don't see other people from day to day, and and that's a lot where this comes from. I think definitely. So what sparked the discussion on the train was I've become obsessed with Denmark because Denmark is the happiest country in the world. Um, I've done a lot of research into why it's the happiest country, and they have this kind of eco living thing where hundreds of people live in an apartment block kind of together and you know they take in turns cooking for the whole community and Good. and you know I was saying to you like how many of us know our neighbours yeah not very and, well no I, you yeah. know I've lived in my same flat for five years and I don't know my neighbour at all yeah and it's like in Britain especially there's such a lack of community that it creates so much divide I think community is up there with one of the most important things for happiness Definitely. And the fact that you're starting a community is really good. Just Can we just go through the five most important things again? Um, yeah. Just because we only skipped over that quickly. Yeah. So mind, obviously, because it's really important to look up your mind. And come, under that comes like meditation and, you know, productivity and how to manage your time. And do you meditate yourself? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's invaluable. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I think it's one of the best things. And actually... Any book, self-help book you read will tell you to meditate. Yeah. Every successful leader in this world has meditated. Uh, some people I talk to say, I can't do it. And I have to say, I, I tried and I did it. But it took me a couple of months until I found the place. Oh, yeah. But, I've been and, doing it for four years and I still don't think I can do it. Oh, <laughs> and it gets frustrating, yeah, it does right? Get, but you just have to let it, you let it go. Because even like... Even if you're not doing it, just taking that five minutes to have a break, even yeah. if you're not doing it, yeah. it's still a five-minute break. Quiet, to just close your quiet eyes. And yeah. also let your thoughts settle because, our, you know, with phones and smartphones and everything, you don't, everything is go, go, go. Yeah. And I actually have to stop myself sometimes and say, no, just stop thinking for a second and relax yeah. and let it all settle. And then you actually become more productive yeah. and better. Yeah. Because it's no good sitting there going, I, I can't stop thinking, I can't, that, because that's your monkey mind, exactly. apparently they call that. Um, so you have to just let it go clear. And once you've reached that place, it's, it's really satisfying. So keep going. So that's mind, mind, second one. Then body, because exercise, obviously, since you're a kid, your parents and your school are telling you to exercise. You know, at school, I hated exercise. But now I realize the benefits. You know, if I go to gym in the morning, it'll set me up for the rest of the day. So uh, exercise is super important. And under that, is that eating as well, the body? No, no, no. Oh, no, right. Uh, under exercise also is like, uh, under body is also looking after your skin 
And, you know, I'm a big spa person. Because I love I, a spa day. I know, I know, but everyone should do spa yeah. days, especially men. Men think it's something, it's like a women's thing. It's not. Like, I get massages once a oh, month. Oh, my God. That's my, fa- my favorite thing yeah, to myself. Because yeah. it's literally the best thing for your body. Looking after your skin is so important because, you know, if, if you look good, you feel good. Yeah. And you look good. <laughs> that. Um, okay, that's the second one. And then food. Yes. And which we needed a whole section for food because, you know, what you put into your body is probably, in my opinion, the most important because, um, you know, when you're stressed, like TV, we don't get time to eat. Uh, so I only eat junk food and then I just feel awful. Yeah. So when I'm home cooking and I'm eating my five a day and I'm eating well, I feel so much better. And We're like happier. an engine that we have to feed well, right? Exactly. Otherwise, it doesn't work properly. Exactly, yeah. and it's just so important for your mental health to be watching what you're eating because yeah, it has such an effect on it. And then fourth, fourth is finance because you know after a lot of research, we realised that one of the biggest stresses in life throughout till you till you die yeah. is finance. Yeah. Um, so and also when you're at school you don't really get taught about taxes and mortgage and everything which are the two most important things in your life exactly when you've got earning money exactly and then so we just thought it's so important to provide information about that so that you know university students can get a better understanding of how to look after your finances especially when you start uni and you're getting a student loan, oh, and yeah. you're like, yeah, let's go fucking crazy. Um, and, <laughs> and then, then you run out of money. Done. Yeah, and then you you're eat your partner noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. And then, and then it's just a vicious cycle, and that's how your well-being gets. Add that on top of the exams and the stress and social pressure, and you're in a bad place. Yes, absolutely. And then we're on number five. Yes, and this is my favourite because it's being creative. And obviously, to me, my whole life, I've loved being creative. But, you know, there's some people like Hugo and Tegan will uh, agree with me. You know, they're not super creative people, but they find creative outlets. Like even sport is being a creative. But you just got to find a way of de-stressing and letting go. You know, I paint a lot because I find that painting really calms me down. Um, so I think, you know, everyone needs to find something if it's writing, painting. So it's kind um, of doing something you love, right? Exactly. Yeah. Passion. Hobbies, yeah. Yeah, hobbies. absolutely. And if you can do that in your job as well, then you're onto a winner, which is that what you're doing I now? Mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think I hit the nail on the head because yeah. I'm living like my dream life. Oh, but. that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you are the best poster boy for happy space there, right there. I mean, you're healthy, you're, you know, kind you've got of. all of those things. <laughs> Tell me you're really shit at finances because I'm terrible. No, actually, finances, I'm all right at. Yeah. My sleep, that's the worst thing. And that comes under body as well. Yes. Because sleep is so important. Uh, but I'm really bad at sleep. Yeah. Because I can't shut up. <laughs> well, there are a lot of apps out there, aren't there, that help you with a lot of these things. So sleeping, you can monitor your sleep. Yeah. You know, meditation, there's calm. Calm and, and uh, headspace. Headspace, really they're both really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's probably an app for everything that can help you with mm-hmm. all of it. Eating well, exercising. But I like, not to plug, but sleep, we have some amazing tips on sleep that I would have never known unless I had gone through these experts. And they're on our website. And it's just really interesting because... There's so many things about sleep that you wouldn't have known. Like, just to say one thing is that there's a different personality type and there's AMers and PMers. And, you know, it's like everyone knows there's morning people and not morning yes, people. Yeah. But then that affects your sleep. So if you're, a, you know, an evening person, you shouldn't be sleeping in on the weekends because it'll set you off for the rest of the week. Oh, really? That's and if you're a morning person 
and this isn't obvious, but it means do all your work in the morning because that's when you're going to be the most productive. Yeah, right. And what is your website again, just in case anyone that's www.happyspace.org.uk. Amazing. I wish you all the best. Thank you. And I hope you take over the world and make everyone happy. Oh, quickly, before we go, I saw on your website about the epidemic of happiness. Yeah, that's our slogan. Is it? Right, so this is you just, like, making it... Because, again, it's fun, you know, and we want to be fun and vibrant because, you know... I think it's important people know is we're not experts. Yes. Uh, you know, and that's why we focus on preventative rather than helping people who are suffering because we're not experts and we can't take that into our hands. But what we want to do is bring a little light and bring a little happiness to yeah. the country and to all the students so that we can form that community. Well, you're doing it to me. <laughs> and next time you have a get-together, I want to be there, please. I'll Amazing. be the old person sat in the corner. No, you won't. We have loads of different ages. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Good, good. I like it. Because we need help to be happy too. Thank you so much, Nana. That's all right. Love you. Thank you. Thank you, Nada. A lot of students report the fear of failure as a cause for stress, as well as study and work and finding a job after study. Most universities have counselling services, so please keep talking, especially to your peers and be mindful of each other's troubles. Even when you get to your 40s, you will still be blagging it in life. So believe me, just try your best and enjoy what you have. Gratitude will get you through. That's it for now. Love you for listening, and don't forget to show love. Thank you to Ollie Trevers and Danny Wright for their great music, and a massive thank you to Alex McArdle for continuing to help deliver these podcasts even though he's a busy man. Much appreciated. Please follow and comment at Show Love UK on Twitter and Instagram, and Show Love UK or Show Love Podcast on Facebook. Thank you. So much to get through. I know I'll start it in a minute or two. Lay back in bed, reminisce instead. Let's plan it all in my head. Procrastination, self-stimulation. Instant gratification, I'm self-medicating Therapist recommending more meditating Wasted education, I need more admiration And I, I don't wanna bother with today I pretty much missed it anyway Might as well stay Stadium in my name, carving the pavement, and 